0: Welcome, misfits, miscreants, spooks, specters, astral beings from Dimension X, alien envoys from galaxies near and far, and all of you boogers from around the world. You are listening to The Late Night Fright right here on WKMF Cozy Corner Public Radio. I am Dan, and with me as always is my very creepy co-host, Faith. Say hi, Faith.
1: Hi, Faith.
0: Are you feeling creepy, Faith?
1: Not right now, no, unfortunately. Would it
0: make you feel better if I told you you looked creepy? Yes. You're welcome. Thank you. Faith, what are we talking about today?
1: We are talking about Shudder's series Creep Show.
0: This is the third episode of the new series streaming on our favorite streaming service, Shudder. And Faith, we were not too kind to last week's episode two. Nope. Featuring the episodes Bad Wolf Down and the Finger. We just really didn't like those. I made the comment last week that I did not enjoy them or just I hated watching them so much that I almost didn't want to do an episode on it last week. And that this is kind of a pivot episode if we were going to continue doing this for the season long run through Halloween. Happy to say that I was much more pleased with episode three (laughs) than I was with two. What about you?
1: I absolutely agree. But I only really liked the first story.
0: And didn't it just make for a nice palate cleanser after episode two? (laughs) I didn't dislike the second episode. I had some severe problems with it. I didn't dislike it. I did like the general story of it. For the most part, <laughs> there were some things I did like in it. Right. Uh, anyway, let's get right into it. The first story is called All hollows Eve. It was written by John Esposito and directed by John Harrison. John Harrison was the original composer for the 1982 film. He also directed the Head of the House from the first episode. And we both really liked that episode mm-hmm. a lot. I really liked this episode a lot too. Let's give a brief synopsis so you have five kids that show up on halloween and they're trick-or-treating but they ain't looking for candy are they nope (laughs) they are not looking for candy they are there to collect Mm -hmm. they were murdered in their treehouse years ago it was set ablaze and they are having their retribution and revenge on those that did them wrong let me say this at the uh preface all of this i got a very strong american horror story murder house vibe from mm-hmm. this on the was the episode actually titled sam Hain uh in murder house when the spirits were able to walk the earth
1: i think so i can't really i can't remember though
0: this reminded me so much of that episode where tate has to confront the kids that he killed in the high school and yep. Uh, it's a little reverse though, in this episode because we're following the uh, the kids who were killed. So right. we're seeing this from their point of view. What did you think of All Hallows Eve?
1: I liked it at first. I think maybe I was kind of maybe disconnected for whatever reason. And it didn't hit me as much to so watch it again. And I really, really
0: liked it. This had such atmosphere. It reminded me of an old movie. It reminded me of an old Stephen King story, mm-hmm. which, of course, is he was the original writer right. of the film. <laughs> And it just had such the old EC Comics look about it and the feel and it felt like fall and Halloween and all of those nice creepy crawly things that we like. Exactly. How did you feel about the way that this was told? Because I knew immediately that something was off with the kids.
1: Oh, me too. But I do like, I mean, if you're not really, you know, kind of focused in on that, I do like the way it was told, how it's not instantly like. Here's what happened. Go for you know. Here it is.
0: You, you had a feeling,
1: right? But I like the buildup of what exactly happened.
0: Yeah, I liked it. You had a feeling that these golden dragons were not what they seemed oh, yeah. to be. <laughs> and um, like I said, I, I knew it. I knew that they were dead. Right. There I were put it there were together. a few little
1: things too. They mentioned something like um, we're not about yesterdays, and one of the kids was like, um, we kind of are, or something like that. Something like, yeah we're here in flesh and bone or something. And they're like, oh, not really. You know, right. know there's kind of little, right, little hints there for you. And,
0: uh, it's about these characters getting their final rest. And I think yep. it was a very well-deserved final rest. Mm-hmm. And, uh, do you think that kid had it coming? The one that they were after that? Oh, yeah. oh I think they, I think <laughs> they had it coming. So very well done. Very, <laughs> uh, kind of bittersweet, very creepy, very, you know, like I said, creepy, creep show. This yeah. really worked for me. And was a nice palate cleanser, washing that bad taste for us Mm -hmm. that episode two left.
1: I really like the cast, too. The kids, I think, were really good. I think it's sometimes hard to, you know, I'm not going to say all kids in movies are terrible, but sometimes, you know, they're not your favorite. But I think they did a good job picking them.
0: This also had a Twilight Zone feel to it, like an old Twilight Zone from the late 50s, early 60s. I I I really enjoyed this. Mm-hmm. It just
1: So the more I watched it, I was like this. It is just really hit like me
0: right when I was watching it. Really good. Yeah. It gave it gave me that little bit of just that chill, you know, just just wow, this is dark. Right. <laughs> you know. <Exactly. laughs> this is this is kind of dark. So moving on, uh, we both really enjoyed All Hallows Eve. The second story was called The Man in the Suitcase. It was directed by David Bruckner and written by Christopher Bellman. Believe I pronounced that correctly. This concerns a college kid who has gone out of town to visit his father to ask for money, and he picks up the wrong suitcase at the airport, doesn't he? Mm-hmm. And inside the suitcase, Faith, please describe what is in this suitcase.
1: It's basically a man, <laughs> it's kind of folded up in the suitcase.
0: A, a pretzelled man, yeah. <laughs> a pretzelled man, and uh, of Middle Eastern mm-hmm. descent. And if you inflict pain upon him, gold coins will shoot out of his mouth.
1: <laughs> so when you describe that? That's just,
0: the setup for this episode.
1: Pretty much. It's just, and
0: then his uh, stoner friend and girlfriend get involved in this, and they inflict a lot of pain on this guy, get the money. and Pure then they torture. F- pure torture, yeah. And then they free him, and it turns out that he's an evil genie, and he encases the two, the stoner friend and the girlfriend... Um, what did you think of this? Oh,
1: it's different. I, I'm not really sure how I how I really feel about it, to be honest. I didn't hate it, but I didn't love it.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm right there with you. I like the idea of it. I always like a good evil genie story, like yeah. something like a Wishmaster or something <laughs> like that. But. There were there were a couple of nice moments in it. I really like when they were inflicting all the pain on him and those coins are just falling out of that suitcase. That was pretty cool. I I enjoyed that. I thought that was funny and it made me it made me giggle. Mm -hmm. But then I didn't get it when he turned into the genie at the end and I figured he was something like a gin. You know, I, I, I had that figured out early. But then him putting them in the suitcases at the end, and, and are they now evil genies, or was he just imprisoning right. <laughs> them? Like I wasn't sure what his end game was, mm-hmm. which kind of made me a little well, doesn't he wary show up at it?
1: the airport and he has the bags? And I feel like you can hear him. Yeah, you can in. hear him muffling. Like, yeah, they're pretzel they in there
0: too. And what's what is his end game? Because right. I, we don't really know, you know, what he's we don't doing. Even, yeah, there. yeah,
1: we don't really know his story at all and it's just kind of yeah like that was kind of lacking i don't know
0: that one this one really felt lacking i didn't like i said this last week about the dj qualls episode i said about both episodes but especially the finger last week uh which you gave the finger to right (laughs) i didn't like the dialogue in this i didn't like the bro comedy that that kind of frat type comedy Mm -hmm. You know, uh, I felt like it was really reaching. I felt like they they were wasting uh, time they could have used to establish tension and mm-hmm. mystery and horror mm-hmm. on kind of being funny. And then this girlfriend subplot that really didn't work for me either. Me neither. Um, but again, I like the general idea of you find a genie in a suitcase. I think that's really neat. Instead of the instead of the uh, lamp, it's a it's a suitcase. Right. I like that. Wasn't really sure about the money thing. Like nothing really paid off.
1: No, I'm saying it just kind of wasn't cohesive enough. Yeah, for
0: me, you know, it really, it really wasn't. But that first uh, story really made up for, oh, yeah. <laughs> for last week and made up for this second story. So absolutely, I do believe that we will be continuing our season long watch of Creepshow because I was genuinely curious to see if this recovered from last week.
1: Me too. I was almost kind of apprehensive to you know to watch this episode because i didn't know where where it would land you know
0: and you were telling me something very interesting that and as i said it's no secret we were hard on episode two like we we didn't like it and it kind of balances (laughs) out with our love of episode one right but you were telling me that people seem to really like the second episode those yeah. two stories i've
1: been seeing it um all over instagram people you know oh i'm watching it. i loved episode two and i even commented on a, uh, one of the posts and i was like really they're like yeah it was so enjoyable and i saw people really like dj qualls i don't know i don't get it
0: <laughs> which is funny because they didn't like episode one is that correct so
1: it's all different people i mean yeah a lot of people didn't of like people the didn't first like episode one but they yeah like two. so it's just i don't know
0: so we seem to really have our fingers on the pulse of what of what people are liking and disliking about the show. But yeah. I, I this is uh, this was a much better episode than than last I week, think so, and I am too. looking forward to next week's episode. Yeah,
1: fingers crossed that both stories are pretty decent, like the first episode, because that was just a really good campfire episode. yarn. Yeah,
0: a good campfire yarn. So. Yeah. So uh, yeah, so See? we're we're back. Yeah, we will continue watching Creep Show, and we of course are doing our season long watch of American Horror Story nineteen eighty four. That is going on concurrently with our watch of Shutter's Creep Show. And as always, Faith Wednesdays. What do we do on Wednesdays, Faith? The
1: late night fright proper, as you like to call it.
0: <laughs> Indeed, where we talk about horror movies. Mm-hmm. And this October, we are spotlighting classic Universal monster movies. We've been having a lot of fun with those. A lot and of fun. as always. All of our episodes are available wherever podcasts can be found. Any final thoughts on Creep Show?
1: I think I'm good. What about you?
0: I love the idea of this show. Mm-hmm. And I do feel like it may have been just a little rushed, some of it. Mm-hmm. I agree. I feel like it could have used a little more quality control. Mm-hmm. But I do love the idea of this show. And I, I am enjoying watching it. Yeah. I, I really do look forward to that Thursday night lights out, put a candle, you know, <laughs> light a candle and watch Creep Show yeah. in the dark. So, gonna be interesting i can't wait to see see where they're going with it
1: i know i'm still a little apprehensive i'm I'm (laughs) a little apprehensive too but i gonna go to the next one so hopefully
0: but you know it's it's three and three right now with the story so so it's it's batting 500 and if you're a baseball player that's hall of fame right there (laughs) exactly that's a hall of fame so well until next week when we review episode four i am dan and i am faith and we want you to keep Keep your your monster monster on on a leash. leash we will see you on the other side Oh